Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Why don't you get up on your microphone and tell him who you am, my friend. Christmas, oh boy, here we go. Christmas, Christmas. Yes. Hey, Christmas time, pretty baby. Yes. And the snow is falling on the Sing it, Savage. That's Elvis. Hey, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. And the snow is falling down. So good. Yeah. Yes. Got no sleigh with reindeer. Mm-hmm. No, no sack, sack on my back. That's right. You won't see me coming in a long black Cadillac. Oh, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. Yes. The savage is back in town. Yes, he is. Yee. You were just waiting on that Cadillac line. That's how you just hold and waiting for that to drop. That's that moment in the song. Yeah. You know what's funny about that song is I worked at Marlene and Glenn's Diner for years, 18 years. Too long, too long. About 17 years, too many. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But... We had a jukebox because it was an old 50s style diner. And that song was on the jukebox. And we had Christmas songs on the jukebox. And most of the time, like when your standard traditional Christmas songs would come on, I'd be like, oh, no, there was a reject button. You could hit reject because we'd, we'd throw a bunch of coins into it and then just hit random numbers and let the music play all day long. So when like Jingle Bells or Rudolph would come up, we'd be like, no, 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 not in June. When this one would come on, none of us rushed to that because... Yes, he's talking about Christmas, but listen to it. This is not, this is a rockin' ass tune, man. This is not a traditional Christmas song in any way, shape, or form. This song's hard, baby. Christmas. It's a banger, dude. It's a banger talking about his Cadillac and sneaking down the chimney, and he gets aggressive with that gritty vocal, man. It's, yeah, dude, so this was the one none of us would jump up to stop it. We'd be like, oh, no, no, let, let that one roll. That one's okay. That one's okay. But yeah, man, I just, you immediately, the moment you pop that on, dude, the memories start flooding back, dude. I listened to that song for 18 years straight up the diner. <laughs> so that holds a special place in my heart, man, Elvis. It's Christmas time, pretty baby. The snow is falling on the ground. Yeah, it's a classic. It's like a real rocking, bluesy, gritty tune, you know? Not your traditional Christmas fair. I love it, man. How you doing, man? Hello. <laughs> Savage is frantically working buttons right now, trying to make sure he's got everything straight for our background music. Savage is not just my co-host. He is the guy that is in charge of the sounds and the, the buttons and making sure everything's working properly and, and is functioning well. 
That's not an easy job. Stay functioning, man. It's not an easy job while you're trying to also talk and have a conversation. So if you hear pauses sometimes, like where Savage is like, you know, that's a great question, Bill. And let me just, I'm going to get to you here. Just hold on. And you get that. Savage is frantically working a button, trying to get the sound levels just right, making sure the mix is good. Um, You know, these big time podcasters, if you listen to Joe Rogan or any of these guys, they got a guy. There's a guy that does all this. So uh, kudos to you, my friend, for for handling, for doing double duty. Because I got the easy job. I just lean back in my chair and talk shit. And you have to listen to me, which is a job in all of itself. That's a tough one. But at the same time, you're you're man in the controls too, dude. And that ain't easy. So I give I give you mad respect for that, my dude. Always have and always will. The- <laughs> yes, as quoted by me, even though I did forget it one time, you are the Dr. Dre of the 209. I said it. Did somebody say that? Yeah, yeah you. Yeah, I totally did. I? That sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> yes, and it's true. I did. I just forgot for a moment. Because hey, I remember, but sometimes I forget. Hey, I remember. But I forget. Yeah, that's, <laughs> then that's that's exactly what happened. I believe it was Gandhi who once said that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> Gandhi probably. Yeah, you know, you seen those inspirational quotes? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've seen a bunch of them. Like uh, I saw one that said, uh, uh, "It was a picture of uh, let's see who was it? Uh, oh, Mother Teresa, and then the famous quote that she said." Yeah. Uh, Bitches still breathing, you fucking cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, her. I'm classic sure. Mother Teresa. Yes. Yeah. Oh boy, she. That's was... why I fucked your wife, you fat motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> she was aggressive, Mother Teresa. Yeah, yeah. I believe that was uh, Princess she... Diana. Who oh, said that, that was Die, Lady, Lady Die. Always. I think that shit's hilarious when like the people will put the fake quote from something else, but yeah. like like they said it. I always see those, and most of the time they're incredibly inspirational and motivational, but I'm like. Did Christian Slater really say that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I mean, I'm sure he's an intelligent guy, but just because you were in cuffs doesn't mean you're that (laughs) smart. Life ain't all sunshines and rainbows. It will beat you down if you let it. The Dalai Lama. Right, yeah. He he didn't say that. No. That's not what he said. (laughs) I saw it on the internet. Well, in that case. And that's the danger of the internet, man. People see it, and if it's on there, they just automatically believe. Hey, sir, we're in the middle of December right now. Yes, we are. We are in full Christmas swing. Yes, sir. Christmas season. Yes. If you will. Uh The lights are out. Yes, they are. The trees are up. Trimmed. Trimmed and proper. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite times of year. I love it, man. It, 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 it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What does old uh, Cheddar Bill... <laughs> Cheddar Bill. Yeah, that's right. ...want for Christmas? Um, You know, I got the standard stuff on my list this year. I tried to be, keep it a little more practical. My wife and I both decided that we were going to go a little lighter this year because of my situation with changing careers, my uh-huh. changing career path. As I've stated, I'm going from a salary position to uh, straight commission base, so we've got to conserve. So we both agreed to go a little lighter. So I tried to get, you know, my list is kind of, I mean, I've got vinyl. I got a few vinyls on my Amazon wish list that I want. Um, but I've got like, you know, for my work, I've noticed I'm, I'm, I'm using my mouse, but I don't have a mouse pad. So I threw a... a a Sacramento Kings mouse pad on there, like a, with the Kings logo on it. I need a mouse pad for work. It's not expensive, but it's practical. And it's got the Kings logo on it, so it's cool. Um, my wallet's starting to get tore down and broke up. So I found like this really nice, like leather Oakland Athletics wallet. Like it had the A's logo, it was brown with the A's logo. Um, I'm like, I need a wallet, I'll throw it on there. Um, so stuff like that, like it was more like a new wallet, a mouse pad. Um, I did put a bottle of Sniffin's Griffin's medium spicy barbecue sauce on my list because I have wanted to try Warren G's. Warren G, one of my favorite producers of all time, love the guy to death, responsible for ushering in the G-Funk era, is a hell of a barbecuer. If you follow Warren G on social media, he is putting on the rub and he is seasoning and he is marinating and he is barbecuing and he's got the Traeger and his food always looks amazing, like delicious, like mouthwatering. The man who brought us G-Funk also makes a mean spare rib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the dude who made Regulate knows how to, to fill your plate, it, it, to, for lack of a better rhyme right there. 
but and his sauce looks incredible man so i've wanted it for a long time it, but most of it's sold out i can only find the one bottle all the rubs and everything are sold out but so i did put one bottle of warren g hot sauce on my <laughs> barbecue sauce on my list so yeah man it's more of a practical like vinyl's always going to be on there because i love music but you know the wallet and the mouse pad and the barbecue sauce and things like that were just kind of like little fun things that you know keeping it light this year nice you what are you what are you looking for man i don't really have a list man yeah no i know that's it everybody asks like what do you want and i'm just like thank god for amazon it just made it really easy i go here look at this like i i I, i'm a grown man i can buy my own stuff right absolutely that's the thing and, and, and that doesn't you know if you have friends or you know then or you know like my mom my Christmas is always a big deal to my mom and dad, so they like to buy presents. You know, sure. So, and and I know that that's not going to change with my mom right now. So right, she's she's going to want a list. She's going to want some things. So, and, and every time I tell her like some practical stuff, she's like, "That's not fun." Right. Yeah. 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 I said it is fun because guess what? If you buy me a pair of pants for work, then I don't have to buy me a pair of pants right, for yeah. work. And then someday <laughs> I'm gonna want something, and I'm gonna have the money to buy it because you bought me pants, and I didn't have to spend thirty dollars on pants. Yeah. Oh, dude, my wife, she's like, here's my here's my Amazon wish list if you're looking for ideas, and she pulled it up. I said that I'm a hundred in a hundred percent agreement with your mom though. There was like nightstand lamps, and there was like an iron, and there was like. Uh, a tablecloth and i'm like no i know what you like you want that shit go ahead and get it you want nightstand <laughs> lamps for the nightstand get those like dude i'm gonna get you stuff that's cooler funner like this i appreciate what you're doing there but i still put some vinyl and some barbecue sauce on mine some fun stuff besides the practical stuff right. i respect the practical but I am not buying my wife an iron. Like, I don't care. Like, that's not happening. Like, hell, not just no. Oh, hell no. Like, that's just not going down. Like, but um, I get it. I get where your mom's coming from. But I get what you're saying, too. If you don't got to buy it, that's money in your pocket that you can now get something you want. Like, and you clearly get the things you want. I'm sitting in a room full of Giants memorabilia and bobbleheads and vinyl and shot glasses and jerseys. So... You're a man. Pops. Pops. You're a man that gets what you want. So I I hadn't thought of it from that angle, and that, that does make sense. I am a man who gets what I want. Yes. Where are you Ladies. going? Ladies. Oh, okay. I was like, where are you going? You're looking at me funny, Savage. No? Like in a, in a very consensual, everyone's on board kind of way. All right. No tawdry affairs. No, no tawdry affairs. Right. We want to make sure everybody is consenting. You're correct. Consensual. Just kidding. There's no ladies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Before people get freaked out. Right. Hey. Christmas. Yes. Classic. But anyway, man. So, yeah, my wife and I both agreed to just keep it kind of on the lighter side this year. We've got, you know, I, I've got three kids. My wife has her stepdaughter. Plus, we got nieces and nephews. We made the agreement a long time ago that I'm not buying for my sister. She's not buying for me. We just do the kids. And there's enough kids that it gets expensive. Like, so... Yeah, with between my kids, her kid, and all our nieces and nephews, that's we're gonna go light on each other this year. It ain't about us; it's about them. You right. know what I mean? Like, I just want to spend time with folks and relax and have an amazing time. That you know, we talked about that on the Thanksgiving episode. Like, that's why Thanksgiving is bumped up in the ranks in the holidays because Thanksgiving is about family, food, and friends. And Christmas now has shifted to being more about that too. It's not about the gift anymore as much as it is about. Granted, we all want stuff, but it's really about spending time with your loved ones. I buy my own stuff. That's right. That's right. I, I buy my own and get my own because I'm my own man, you know? Yeah. I don't need your shit. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Give me them work pants. She don't like my list. Yeah. You want work pants? Yeah. Costco thing a tie. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Uh, some Zevia, you know? I could go. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I might go home and put that on my list. I love Zivia. Yeah. Look, do you know what I buy on a regular basis? Uh, I buy my morning energy drinks from Amazon right. so that I don't have to go to the store and they're cheaper that way. Right. Zevia, yeah. right? Work pants, things that you use around the house. Like, that's what I like. I, if you literally said, Scott, name one thing that's fun that you want, right? I don't have anything. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, because you got it. There's things that, like, I guess, like, I don't need it, right? Right. If it was free, I would take 
a new monitor for my gaming because I could use an upgraded monitor now that I have a PS5. Sure. It's not a necessity. Right. And they're expensive. And like the things that I do want, for example, like, right? My mom wasn't going to go get me the Mudmouth vinyl from Slamerican.com. No, no, she wasn't. You know, like yeah. I, if I want it, I need to get it. And that's kind of yeah. where my, like, I've been like that for years. Like the things that I want, they're not just like, Amazon Bef- before Amazon. Yeah, and not everything's on that right. American vi- that Mudmouth vinyl's not on Amazon. Right. I've noticed this year because they've talked about that uh, the shipping is going to be slower. Like the the boats aren't able to get to and from, and COVID slowed everything down. And I've noticed where it used to be. You'd type something into Amazon and get fifty options. There's one, and sometimes none for a lot of because I was trying to put together a list because I know in a week or so people are going to start asking. My mom, you know, my, my mother-in-law, like. So I start putting together my list and I couldn't find a lot of shit. Like, I was like, wow, what's going on here? Like, where is everything? Like, I was really worried that I was, cause I'm, I'm, I love, thank God for Amazon. I don't want to go out the house and fight the crowds and shop, dude. I'm not into that at all. So people were saying like, you're going to have to shop local because a lot of the things you're going to try to order won't make it by Christmas. And so far I've been blessed that that has not been an issue. I got one gift for my wife that they're saying, may show up between the 13th and the 22nd so that's cutting it pretty damn close but we'll see see. there's only one thing one reason to go to the mall yeah one yeah guess uh to try to find a girl for a tawdry affair no no okay what what is it they have that on the internet that's true you good point i'll just look at who's ever old school i am i'll just go and look who's ever messaging you on the 209 till infinity posts yeah, because I'm, yeah, yeah, because that shows you how old school I am. I still think of the mall was the place to go to chase girls. Oh, so, so the answer to my question is Cinnabon. Yeah. Ah! Uh, the other thing that you just made me think of, I can't remember who Delicious. told me this, but they were like, Sav, you haven't done any videos lately, like in a while, on the 209 to Infinity thing. Right. I was like, ah, yeah, I got busy. Bill's kind of been doing a lot of the stuff. Like, I, I put up some posts, but not like videos of me or whatever. Right, right, right. And he's like, you literally are turning into the Dr. Dre. Like you're slowly like <laughs> you're disappearing. pulling back into your cave. Yeah. And Good I was point. like, oh, that's, that's that. funny, man. Well, you know, you handle the business side. Like, like I said, you're the one that's making sure the episodes are prepped, titled, ready to go, making sure the sound's correct. But with everything that's happened with your father and your new job, I just kind of stepped up on that end of things. But I was thinking now with a lot of this uh, technology on the, the iPhones, there's no reason why you couldn't put up, you couldn't say something about an episode, send the video to me, and then I could also kind of tail up and follow up on that, and we can mash them together and have it look like where we both did the video together. Like with the with the iMovie, I can make it seem simultaneous. Like if you were like, what up, it's Savage, and today's episode is about this, then I could pop on and be like, that's right, so check it out wherever you stream content. Like we can do that, but... I just figured if you're handling things here, it's the least I can do to handle the social media while you're, you know, taking care of family and making things happen. You know? I don't remember who said it, but I thought it was very uh, observant. And that was like, man, that is kind of yeah. a Dr. Dre kind of thing. Just kind of <laughs> savage disappeared. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the content is still there. We're putting out much more content than Dr. Dre. But yes, you have kind of uh, the good news is hermit. the good news is when I do show up. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you pop off in a video, dude, we're easily getting 60 likes right out the gate. Supply and demand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, people are sick of me at this point. I, I, I like put my blood, sweat, and tears into a video, and it's like, I'm like, you bastards. Then I put up a picture of a donut rack from a donut ding, shop. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. I love apple fritters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh there's no winning, man. So when you come back, when you do mount that comeback in a video, it's going to be a big deal, man. Everybody loves Dr. Dre. Well, let me just say this. It's not It's not an intentional thing. It's not the forever. Whoever said that to me, you're probably listening. So uh, it's not an intentional thing. It's just you're things, dealing with things stuff. have been crazy, man. Yeah, absolutely. And then like I just come home and I'm tired. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't want to be like, yo, what's up? It's your boy. I'm like, yo, what's up? It's the couch. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, Ugh. I realize now how it could literally be if if we were a thing where we were getting paid and this was our jobs, like the social media side could, if I was to really go 120%, would be a full-time job. I could make it a full-time job. You'd have to. Easily. Easily. Like when I make a video, there's 
it doesn't the, the video the way it fits on TikTok it doesn't fit the same way on Instagram so they've got to be formatted differently and then on Facebook I can share it to different pages and label it differently and then there's different hashtags between the places between Twitter and so yeah it's it's like not a thing where I can just click a button and the video shoots out to all the sites all at once I'm one at a time creating them and specifically catering them for each social media site and it uh it's an effort and then if you're going to interact with people back and forth and try to like their stuff and it's uh if i was to do it properly which i'm really not i'm just doing it what i can when i can you i could be consumed by it like yeah. you can't do that you know not right now like if we're getting paid and it's my job that's different but i have a job right now and Fortunately, it's not the two and I to Affinity podcast. I, I wish it was. Hey, hey uh, I do got a story though. I want to hear. I felt it. I felt a little bit for the first time since speaking of the two and I to Infinity podcast and wishing it was a job. I felt a little bit like a celebrity for the first time. I'm out walking my dog um, a couple weeks back now, and I walk my dog up. It's called Waterman. It's a street that goes up past the. Uh, the old abandoned CYA camps, one of my favorite walks to take the dog. I love the views. I love the atmosphere. It's really cool. I'm walking him up and coming towards us from the from up the street is a uh, police cruiser, uh, a blacked out Ion PD SUV. And they start to slow down and he and the officer rolls down his window. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Like. I've walked back here forever. I've never been told that I'm not supposed to be back here. I see other cars back here. This road outlets to the highway, so I'm pretty sure it's okay. You know, maybe they spotted a bear or a mountain lion and they don't want me back here. So he slows down, rolls the window down, and he goes, hey, you DJ Billy from the 209? And I'm like, looking at his face going do i know this guy did i go to school with this guy and i don't and i'm like yes he goes oh man what's i came across you guys on uh, on instagram i've listened to a couple of episodes i really liked it man it's pretty cool uh so you guys really love that old school huh and i'm like still kind of like because i've never we've done this for four years now we're on our fourth year never had somebody just out of the blue go hey you know whenever i wear my 209 till infinity sweatshirt or t-shirt in my wildest dreams i imagine that somebody's gonna go yo i know you man it's never happened so this was a trip i'm still kind of tripping in my mind so he's like you guys really love that old school right and i'm like yeah yes yes we do you know yeah i like had to shake it off like oh yeah i said but you know I know I don't know when the last time was you listened, but you know it's it's hip hop. But we talk about movies and sports and food and family. Me and Savage go back like thirty years, so it's a catch up time for us. It's a really time where we dig in on everything that's going on and what we're passionate about. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I, I get that. It's been a while since I listened, but I thought it was pretty good." So, who's your favorites? Who who are your favorites? Who's your favorite? What's your favorite old school hip hop? I'm like, oh shit, this cop getting in right now. He's like. Like, well, I've been heavy on the Wu-Tang. Because I have. I've been listening to Wu-Tang a lot lately. I've been on a Wu-Tang kick. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're pretty good. Like them. And I'm like, and I've really been listening to Nas. And he's like, oh, Nas. That's one of my favorites. I love Nas. And I'm like, yeah, man, he's one of the goats. And he's like, what about rapping Forte? And I'm like, is this really fucking happening right now? Right. I'm like, still in my mind, like, what the hell's going on here? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, Forte. Yeah, definitely. Back in the day, love me some of that Bay Area. He's like, oh, man, I used to be all about the Bay Area. He's like, did you hear that rapping? It's funny that a cop's telling me this. Just cracked me up. He's like, you hear rapping Forte did a concert in the Bay Area and he got arrested? And I'm like, well, doesn't surprise me. I could totally see that. And he goes, yeah, you know, those old school guys, that's that's what they do and then we start talking about you know hip-hop and it turn, turns out he's a big yellow wolf and a jelly roll fan so we talked about that and he's telling me i should listen to the moonshine bandits because they're very much in that vibe but he grew up on that old school bay area west coast hip-hop and he just he really liked the show and he like ended it by going i was like he's like I'm like, what's your name, man? Because he knew my name. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm Officer Daniel, man. Great talking with you. And he gave me a fist bump. And he pulled Pound on it. down the road, man, and kept it on moving. And I, I drove off, and I'm like, did that just happen? Did that really just happen? 
So uh, I don't know if you're listening right now, man, but shout out Officer Daniel of the Ion PD. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your taking some time to chop it up with me about old school hip hop and uh, good to know. <laughs> good to know that Rapid Forte is. Uh, Living up to his street cred. <laughs> Keeping it real. I tell you this, man. Uh, yeah. Clearly you're famous. Yeah. I own famous. Yes. Um, which is better than not being I own famous. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, you know, I hope that you weren't uh, trespassing. No, he didn't say anything about that. Didn't mention. Well, maybe we he cool. let you go. Yeah, that's right. He's like, oh, that's a DJ Billy from the 209. <laughs> it was like, look at this rascal. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> And I was Kings'd out that day. I happened to be wearing like a Kings hat, a Kings jersey. Like I had my Kings throwback, like warm up jersey on. So he did tell me that he's got a buddy that does a, an all Sacramento Kings podcast. Couldn't remember the name of it, but they do nothing. They just talk about the Kings, and uh, it's a podcast they do. He's like, I can't remember. He's like, I've listened a couple times, but it's been a while. He's like, but it's a little. You guys are a little different. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that, man. It, it was just really cool, man. And and the thing that it did was sometimes. To go back to the social media stuff we were just talking about, sometimes I feel like the social media stuff falls on deaf ears and doesn't do anything, but that just goes to prove that one time I probably tagged I own California because, you know, Instagram gives you the option to put, sometimes I'll put Siri, sometimes I'll put I own, sometimes I'll put the we're in New York if it's about the Wu-Tang Clan or I'll put Marvel Universe if, if it's about Marvel. But one time I probably tagged I own and because he's from I own and on Instagram, it probably came across and he saw it and he was motivated to check it out because I was also from I own and he was curious. So it just goes to show, man, that he never liked it. I never knew who he was. I still couldn't find him. I went through my personal friends and the 209 friends. I can't find him. Um, so... But yeah, people are paying attention and people are listening, whether they say something or not. Like, and that was just kind of like the proof is in the pudding right there. Like, hey, dude, I stumbled across one of your videos, checked you guys out, thought it was pretty cool. Appreciate it. And I thought that was awesome, man. It was just uh, really cool that on our fourth season, something like that happened because I'd never in my wildest dreams actually ever. Well, my wildest dreams, I envisioned it happening, but I didn't really ever think that anything like that would happen. Like, I feel like I can't even get sometimes my close personal friends and family to listen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I know I'm, I do. Know. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. Like, you know, my sisters don't listen. I don't think my parents don't listen. I got coworkers and close friends who are like, hey, man, still haven't listened. You know, I'm gonna, though, you know, one of those. Right. So like when I, when a stranger comes up and says that it's like damn that was just like made my day man like I was like thank you so shout out officer Daniel respect man much much respect it was awesome hell of a story man yeah yeah it was cool it was pretty cool man I, I got to admit fucking royalty in the room yes sir little um, little old savage here and big bad cheddar bill yeah well you get lots of love because it's your people like i think the majority of our listeners and supporters are your people you've got a massive fan base dude so you're the your people are the blood that keeps this podcast going you're the, they're the heart that pumps the blood that runs this podcast man so respect nothing but respect like if all of a sudden you disappeared if you really did dr dre it and didn't come out for 15 years and it was just me the numbers would drop greatly i guarantee it they'd be like yo we're dj billy a is cool but i'm sick of that motherfucker like next like next podcast like we're done like i know i know that uh you've got loyalty and then some your people love you man and you know you know who you i'm can just thank happy to that. be in part of the family you know what i'm saying like oh, you can thank for that who's that my dad yes oh 100 percent. yeah i was literally just talking to somebody about like how because this is funny and i don't think i said this on the podcast but like one of my co-workers was like how long you been here mm. i was like uh like six months mm -hmm. like this week and she's like hmm that's all it took huh i was like what she's like dude you walk around here like you own the place and like everybody knows you like, right. it's so stupid like yeah 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 like You've been here six months. If somebody new came up, they'd feel like, oh my gosh, dude, how long has that guy been here? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I was like, oh man, like, I think that's a compliment. She's like, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't act like a new person and people don't treat you like a new person. Right. And I was like, and to me, I was thinking about when she said that on the way home and I was just like, 
man, that's kind of like a like that. Like that's that's because of my dad, right? You know what I mean? Like I got that. Like I've always said for the longest time, like he gave me the he gave me the skills, and I took it to the next level. Right? Yeah. Right? And, he, and he laughed. I was like, yeah, yeah, right, boy. You don't you don't remember me when I was twenty five? You never knew what I was out there doing. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what. Um, but like. That's what the joke I always said. I said, yeah, he told me how to be a smart ass and I took it to the next level. Right. You know? Absolutely, man. And, and I totally agree with that. He gave you the tools, man, and you learned how to work them, dude. Like, and that's 100% it, man. And I, I, I know, dude. I, I see, whenever I see the responses, like all those responses when people wanted a top five list, other than bone body rot, all the responses were your people. And they didn't, they bypassed social media altogether and just reached out to you directly to let you know what they wanted for their top five list. So I'm a, it is not, I am not uh, blind to the fact that um, the love that you get and the loyalty that you get and the friendships that you have are what keeps this podcast going. And we've been able to use that as a foundation and build on that. Like, and, and I'm, we're lucky, man. We're very lucky. Cause there's a lot of people that start out. Um, it, I talked about uh, Ghostbusters afterlife. There's a great joke. One of the kids is a podcaster. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he just talks in a mic. He doesn't have a co-host. And one of the jokes is he, the, the little girl who's the Ghostbusters granddaughter says, I'll listen to your podcast. He goes, Oh really? Well, I'm just going to tell you, we really find ourselves around episode 50. So he tells her that. And then later on, somebody says that they tells him, and I don't want to spoil too much, but later on, somebody tells him that they listen to his podcast and he goes, Oh, you're my subscriber. You're the one. And he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, I really felt like you got your legs around episode 50. <laughs> and he tells him that. And I'm like, yes, I love that. And it's so true, man. It's so true. Like, you're so blessed. Just that one subscriber. It's like, you know, we're lucky, man. Like, so, yeah, man, I it, it's, it means so much. So. Well, I'll say this. Uh, we appreciate everyone. Absolutely. And we're all one big family, regardless of where everyone came from or how they got here. And whether if you're still here, that means you didn't have a tawdry affair and I ran you off. <laughs> right. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently Thankfully. that's a thing. Yeah. Or it's a thing we're joking about now for sure. It's a it's a long running gag for sure. But yeah. So, man, grateful. So that was my story about feeling like a celebrity and I own. But uh, speaking of celebrities, my friend, you and I caught up on a movie on Disney Plus that I've been dying to hear your thoughts on. I saw it in the theater back in uh, the summer. Uh, you weren't able to, so it was now on Disney Plus. And uh, I rewatched it on Disney Plus so that you, I could be fresh on it. You and I could talk about that. And that is uh, Disney's Jungle Cruise, starring Emily Blunt and the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, mm. What did you think, my friend? So this movie was one that I absolutely wanted to watch right i wanted to see it in the theater right and i don't remember what the release date was yeah summer whenever i went to anaheim to catch that angels game mm -hmm. i want to say was that july somewhere around there i want is in july i believe um middle of the summer for sure july 30th okay there you go right dead end of july okay yeah so that was right in the middle of my mayhem and chaos. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, understandably. And then uh, the beauty of uh, Disney Plus is uh, their movies are going to be uh, streamable eventually on their app. Correct. So uh, when I saw that, I, I believe they dropped it on Disney Plus Day is what they called it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Shang-Chi and that one I think came out on the, at the exact same yes. time. Yes, and yeah. so I was like, ooh, I need to go watch that. I wanted to watch it in the first place. And uh, so I did. And my take was I thought it was fantastic. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that it was everything that I wanted it to be. Mm. I thought that it was um, a good mix of some very, um, very um, ride-oriented details. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah! In in the you know yeah. like and and this is the, if you've never been to Jungle Cruise at Disneyland, this is literally like a five-minute like 
spin around a little indoor water thing that they created right it's, yeah so yeah, yeah. it's not this massive like you know like pirates of the caribbean there's only so much ride type stuff that you could incorporate into a movie correct absolutely jungle cruise similar thing um so i did like that um especially i really liked uh in the beginning when he was doing a cruise he did a lot of the really bad dad jokes that yes the jungle cruise uh Tour guides. Tour guides. Do. That's their on job the ride. to do on yeah. the ride. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they were in uh, the place where uh, the bar area or wherever, uh, where um, the, 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 the when cheetah. He, when he docks him. the ship yeah, and yeah. They, they're yeah. in that restaurant like the in the bar or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a couple scenes, and then there's one scene where Emily Blunt's like running across the top of it. Yeah. He's like, get down. Trust me, get down. And she ends up falling through the roof. Yeah. Uh, but the top of that is created. It looks like the Jungle Cruise ride. Like the building. Oh, looks, looks like I didn't it. catch that. Yeah, yeah. Nice so, pole. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was great. Um, and then uh, I just I just thought like the story was good. I thought that it was, it was everything that I expected it to be from a Disney movie about Jungle Cruise and and with The Rock and Emily Blunt and... I expected it to be, you know, unbelievable, like, you know, corny, not believable. Um, and it had a real good, um, for me, uh, it had a real, um, it kind of had a little pirates feel to it. Oh, big time. Yeah. So that of was course, one of my problems with it. So of course, we'll get into that in a minute. So yeah. of course, you know, I thought it was, it was great, um, yeah. for that reason. Um, but, uh, I thought the humor was great. Mm. Uh, there was only one thing that, that I would be like. I didn't need that, but I get it. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the thing for me when I sit back and we talk about movies and things that we review and music and all these things that we do. Like I do my best, like to really like try to pull myself back, like quit being super critical. You're not some acclaimed movie reviewer, like, you know, get your head out of your ass kind of person. Like I understand, like this may bug me, but I understand it. I get it. Why it's there, and for yeah, every. Yeah, but I, the flip side of that is, I do think people look to us to hear. Like they want the honesty. I, I started off kind of like you too. I'm like, let's keep it positive. I don't want to be too negative. But I'm like, nah. If something bugs the shit out of me, I'm gonna say it because the, the people that look to us that listen to these reviews, I don't know if they want like, yeah, you know, I enjoyed it. It's cool. Like they want honesty. Like so, I feel like give it to them. Like so now I've been I, clearly. I think you've probably noticed. As we've progressed with these movie reviews, I'm starting to find the things I don't like and I'm pointing them out and I'm being much more honest. I think that that was pretty clear with the Eternals and with a lot of the stuff we've been doing lately. If I'm not blown away by it and I think it's just so-so, I'm going to come right out and say it because, you know, these are people that are looking to us. They might plunk down their time or their hard-earned money and, you know, I'm gonna help them out if I can, you know, either way, whether it's great or not, you know. You're a giver. I try, man. I just want to be honest. I think that's what people tune in for. Like, like if we, if you and I are just like, yeah, it was great. It's cool. Next. Keep it moving. Like, you know what I mean? So go ahead. What were you saying? There is one thing that you could have lived without. I'm curious now. Oh, the one thing I could have lived without was the, uh, the love story piece with Emily Blunt and the rock. And like, it, it felt forced. Absolutely. It felt like they, they shoveled. Like I knew in. it was coming. Yeah, of course. I saw it coming. Yeah. I saw the connection. I saw the whole, I got the whole piece. I understand why it's there. Yeah. I'm sure that there are people that loved that part of it. Sure. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's just like, I, that's the thing to me is I just, it felt a little bit forced. I knew it was coming, whatever. But I, f I f yeah. Go overall, ahead. I thought uh, visually it was fantastic. Yes. I thought that I really enjoyed the humor. I, it's the rock we've talked about it he's got that it factor he just everything he touches he just i genuinely like him as a yes. person as an actor yeah yeah um and so i, I just it, it, and when you're in that mode i think that it for me like i'm just already having a good time yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean sure sure, sure. so uh that was it for me and and i thought that it was and, and i'll tell you this i was talking to the mad cyclone about it because they watched it when yeah. it dropped on disney plus too and uh he said that uh he said he watched it yesterday with the fam he enjoyed it had a huge pirates feel to it 
Uh, his wife thought that there was way too many snakes. <laughs> so that yeah. sounds like a personal yeah. thing. Uh, and then uh, he said it was like kind of like Indiana Jones meets Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, and that's what that's and that's where we're gonna. He brings me right in. Great point. I felt like this was like three movies, and it couldn't figure out what it wanted to be. Uh, you're absolutely right. The Pirates of the Caribbean feel is huge in this movie because you've got these conquistadors that have been cursed to have to live in the jungle forever because of what they did. You know, they, they tried to steal this powerful leaf that brings people back to life. And because they tried to take it, they were cursed and they have to live in this jungle forever until they reverse the curse. A la Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. There's also a very strong Indiana Jones feel, like Mad Cyclone said, uh, a guy and a girl going on an adventure uh, to find treasure. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's Indy, the rugged, rough guy who knows his way around things and the girl who's smart and tags along with him. Uh, also, the, the thing that you guys, neither one of you, you both mentioned pirates and Indiana Jones. It's the mummy. It's a massive mummy ripoff. Like the mummy is the smart girl, the really dorky, idiotic brother, and the tough guy who guides him and knows his way around. Like super mummy-ish, very mummy. Um, and I felt like I wish it would have just picked one. Just pick one. Like, it was too much. There was three movies going on at the same time, and it couldn't figure out what it wanted to be. It needed an identity. And I didn't like spoilers. If you haven't seen it, this is a spoiler. I didn't like the reveal that The Rock was one of the conquistadors that is cursed to have to live on the water forever. I didn't like that. I would have rather just had The Rock be a regular guy who was trying to make a living taking people up and down on jungle cruises and but he knows his, he knows the river like the back of his hand and him and this lady he is going to pay him and they're going to go find this leaf and they're going to have an adventure i did not need the rock to be an immortal conquistador because if you're a spanish conquistador from the 1800s you're not like hello hi how are you because all the other conquistadors were like hello senorita and they spoke like this with a very spanish accent and here's the rock who's just like yeah What's going on, everybody? I'm The Rock, uh, immortal conquistador from Spain, but I sound like I'm from Jersey. Like I didn't, I didn't, I was like, I didn't need that. You should have just left him. I liked him much better as a skipper for a ship, pirating that and taking her up the river to fight. If it had just been he was a regular guy and they had an adventure and they saved the day and they kept the the evil conquistadors back and they got the the thing and did what they did. I would have liked that movie a lot more, but having the three different kinds of movies going on and the twist of him being a conquistador and living forever, I was like, whatever. And then now for me, and this is what I wanted to get your take on. And I'll tell you what one of my good friends, John, thought when I asked him this. John from Colorado. John, my buddy John from Colorado. I felt now um, movies have to be woke. There's a cancel culture going on. So I felt that they had to put in... Um, the women's rights and the women's power and the gay. The, it turns out that the brother's gay, right? And I, I didn't, the second time watching it, it felt less forced to me, I'll admit it. In the theater, I was like, wow, they just shoehorned this in that the brother's gay. Uh, but it made more sense that the sister who's a scientist and back then men wouldn't have accepted a scientist a girl. So the brother had to pretend to be the smart scientist even though he was an idiot. And the girl was the smart one because he had to be the front because they wouldn't allow a woman to do that. But the repetitive joke because she was wearing pants, like the whole time they call her pants. Everybody's like the woman in the pants. At one point, my stepdaughter, who was kind of only half-assed paying attention but looking at her phone, goes, why do they fucking keep calling her pants? Like, it just like... It was funny like the first two or three times and then I'm like, all right, we need to let the pants joke go. Like, it's it's not that great. And that's like you're, you're, you're banking a lot on that. But... I felt that all of a sudden the brother was just like, I like dudes basically. And the rock was like, well, here's the liking things that are different. Even though I'm from the 1800s and would have thought you were absolutely insane. Like cheers, my friend, you know, like, I don't know. Like I felt like they put it in because it feels like nowadays you have to have that in a movie all inclusive. And here's what my buddy John said. Hey man, there are kids right now that are raised by parents who don't believe in gays and don't believe in women's rights and don't support that, that this may be the only place that they get that message. So yes, was it shoehorned in a bit? Absolutely, it was. But is there a kid somewhere that might see that and that could change their image and the way they think? 
I think so for sure. And you know what? All right. I'll give him that. I, I'll say that good on him for trying. I just hope in the future they find a bit of a smarter way to do it. But on the second viewing, I didn't think it felt as forced. I guess because I knew it was coming. So then I wasn't like taken aback by it. I was like, oh yeah, here's that part. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it looked great. I think The Rock's magic power is he has chemistry with everyone. Like, it doesn't matter who his co-star is. Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, check. They got chemistry. Uh, Kevin Hart, check. Chemistry. Jack Black, chemistry. Him and Emily Blunt. And I think that's why they gave them the love story. They had chemistry. Like, I believed their, when she's calling him Skippy and acting like she doesn't like him. I liked that dynamic. I didn't need him to be a conquistador. I just wanted him to be the skipper of the boat and her to be the smart scientist and them to figure it out together. I didn't want him to be a immortal conquistador. Like, I just didn't like that. I didn't like it. Like, and I, I, I don't regret watching it. I don't regret watching it again. It's fun. It's a fun movie. I just wish they would have picked a story and gone with it. It was a bit muddled and a bit too much for me. But anyway, what did you think about, I was curious on your thoughts on the, the wokeness. I, uh, I think that, uh, I don't, I don't let it bother me because that's the era we live in. Yeah. And I don't like for every, for everything I look at it like, uh, and, and I look at it like this. I work in an industry where thing I, I deal with a lot of different things, mm -hmm. right? Like transgender, mm -hmm. questioning, uh, homosexuality, kids trying to figure out who they are, sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think John hits it kind of spot on. Your friend John, who said, you know, they might not get this message. Anywhere have, else. No, I've, yeah. I've got kids that are in the system because they were shunned by family because of things they sure. feel, things I, that they I, think. I agree with things that. that. And so I, I think that the, the woke culture, if you will, is just something like you can sit here and be upset or be frustrated or irritated and do the get off my lawn kind of thing. And I get that on a lot of levels because sometimes it does feel forced and sometimes it does, you know, feel like did that really need to be in there? Like, and sometimes like it just goes right over our heads, like in Endgame, when they needed to get the freaking, you know, the infinity gauntlet across the battlefield and all the girls rallied up together. Right. Like when I told you the first time, you're like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it caught me off guard. And I was just like, Ugh. like, and it's fine. Like if they would have just done it. Yeah. Instead of like making a production of it. But then on the other side of that is right. How many females saw that oh, or dude. young girls and were like. And felt empowered. Absolutely. Yes. And I get it. So I, I, I don't ever like to let those things bug me because I feel like if, 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 if that reaches one person, if that is important to one person and that, you know what I mean? Like in Eternals, there's probably some. Pakistani kid or something who saw Kumail as a superhero. Yeah. And they've never seen that before. Well, I thought that that's the one thing I'll say for the Eternals. Uh, I thought the introduction of the first gay superhero, incredibly well done. I had no issue. It did not feel shoehorned in. It did not feel forced. If I got to say anything for the Eternals, for any of the negative things I said, that the inclusion, they included everyone in that movie. Like, Asians, Indians, homosexuals, women, like it was across the board. They kids like they hit everything. And that part of it was and I will give them all the credit in the world. That was incredibly well done because never once there was a, I took a, I had a lot of problems with that movie, but the feeling like it was forced, like they forced any of that. That wasn't one of them. That was not one of them. I thought it was well done. This one, the woman, the, the, the female rights and her wanting to be a scientist and not being accepted by men on the second viewing. I'm like, that's actually smart. Like the way they did that, having the brother, but the brother just coming out and being gay. Not only is it smart, it's, it's like, it's accurate, accurate, it's time, time -wise, accurate. It's time 100%. accurate, but a dude admitting to another man who looks like the rock that he's gay and the rock just going like, cool is like not accurate for that time. But 
to my to what you're saying and what my homie John was saying, some little kid somewhere is going to say could be looking at that going, "Hey, if the Rock think that's okay, the Rock's awesome. If he thinks it's okay, then I think it's okay." So if you got a shoehorn in and you help one kid change a change a mindset of one kid, then I guess it's all right. But it was forced. But I get what you guys are saying. It's better than nothing. And it, and, and it, they're trying. Right. And and like for me, and I realize that who I am. And what I do is different than a lot of people in the sense of whether you work in the restaurant business or real estate or Mm. retail or whatever, right? But at the end of the day, words are extremely powerful. Oh, 100%. And you don't always know. So you have to be very careful with what you say. Now, that's very hard for me because I like to make jokes and I like to pop off and I like to be funny. Right. But I can also hurt people's feelings. And I cannot tell you how many times I have said something that I didn't think twice about. But right. that bothered somebody or affected somebody or they didn't forget that I said that. And I said it totally in jest. Right, right, right. But if you're somebody who's feeling, you know, oppressed or uh, not accepted or different or whatever you want to say, somebody saying something like that can really affect somebody right and i and, and and i understand the difference in the times that we're talking about we grew up with pull your pants up quit crying quit being a baby right i got told that a lot stop crying what are you crying for you want me to give you something to cry about sure right did that make me who i am absolutely did that probably derail some kind of people Sure. Absolutely. Not everybody yeah. can be strong like that, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I always like I've said things like like I can just tell you right now like I've said things in just I I've talked about my friend, right? You never know. Right. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. what we're going to call her now. You never know. You never know. I've said things that I did not mean. Um I did not fi- I didn't mean that. I was just kind of just talking. Sure. Right? And she took it as I've felt this way. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that type of thing happens. Like I'm thinking about one specific thing, but like that happens a lot mm. where I'll say something and I'll just be joking, but somebody will be like, Scott really feels that way or whatever. Mm. So I have to be very careful with what I say. Right. And I know that that affects people sometimes. So I have to personally have to do the balance between right being who am I around? Right. Like if I'm, Drinking and hanging out with, oh, you nasty. I don't got to worry about what I say. Right. Because I can be myself and just joke and be sure. appropriate and whatever. Like, I don't have to worry about it. Right. But if I'm in a certain place, like, like I'm in a, I was at a thing with a bunch of work people and they were all hanging out. It was totally casual and totally, but I still, I don't, I can't have that level of comfortability there because I don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so like the, the whole inclusion thing to me, like. The opposite side of not being included right is being secluded right so if you don't feel like you're being you're you can be that or you can you have a, a spot here i think there's been all, all every single person that's listening to this probably at some point has felt secluded or sure. not included right or like they weren't good enough or they they shouldn't be there because you know whatever yeah and, and that is the worst feeling. Yeah. The worst. Right. This is a, yeah, this is a great time for Hollywood in that aspect, because I think right now more people are going to be able to see a version of themselves that they feel like they can relate to on a screen in this era way more than they ever have. And that's an amazing thing. And that's what my buddy John was getting at. That's what you're getting at right now. If you are Asian, if you are Indian, if you are homosexual if you are uh you know a woman who's felt that men have never given her the chance that they deserve any of that kind of thing you're gonna see yourself represented more on the screen now than you have in forever i mean look at the hawkeye show the hawkeye show that we talked about you know last week i think it was Mm -hmm. is not really a hawkeye show it's the kate bishop show this is a they have used hawkeye as a platform to launch kate bishop and then she will continue to go on. We're getting a She-Hulk show. That's coming up. Like, there's more inclusion now than there ever has been. I mean, look at uh, most of the Eternals that were women. 
right? I mean, and then you had, like I said, the gay character. You had the Indian character. You had an Asian character. You had Captain Marvel. You know, you, you so as far as inclusion you're talking about now in Hollywood standards, it's probably better than it's ever been at this moment right now to, to look at the screen and say, I can relate to that person. I mean, Black Panther, we talked about it. I was like, it was good. It was another Marvel movie. It was a superhero movie. But I had to look at it as like there was hundreds and thousands of people in the United States of America, who black people, who'd never seen themselves represented on a screen like that. Hey, these guys aren't thugs. They're not pimps. They're not slaves. They're not cops. They're not gangsters. They're royalty. They're soldiers. They're family. They're royalty. Like, and that's what made that movie so special. And uh, and so, yeah, I think I just hope moving forward, like that they find better ways to do it. Because I will say that Wakanda, the, the, you know, Black Panther was amazing. The Eternals did it really well. I just don't feel like the Jungle Cruise did it well. This was a silly, over-the-top movie. And to like shoehorn stuff in like that, you better find a really good way to do it. Because silly and over-the-top doesn't necessarily go f with that. Doesn't blend hand-in-hand hand very well. But... Like my buddy John said, at least they're getting it. Some some kid watching that is getting that message. So it's cool. I just hope they find smarter ways to do it, like in the future. I just feel like you ultimately like we're at a time and in, 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 right where you have to take things at face value. Yeah. And this movie was silly and fun. That's all it was supposed to be. That's what I took it as. I was entertained. There's been plenty of things over the last two years where I watched where I felt like I wanted my time back. Yeah. I didn't feel like I wanted my time back with Jungle Cruise. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It I saw good. it in the theater. Well, I saw it on 4DX. I think had I probably seen it in just a regular screening, I would have felt like a little gypped because I wasn't blown away. I'll be honest. I wasn't blown away by the movie, but the 4DX was like my seat was moving and the, was the sound effects and smoke and when you went by a waterfall, they blew cold air in your face. It was crazy, dude. It was like, so I was on a ride while I was watching this movie. I was on the boat with the rock, you know, so it made it. But in the comfort of my own home and knowing what was coming, I uh, enjoyed it more, uh, I think, because I knew now, okay, this is going to happen. I know the twist and I'm not a fan of it, but I'm ready for it at this point. So I just took it for what it was more on the second viewing. Now, that being said, I'll never watch it again. It's just not going to be high on. There's uh, the new movie, Red Notice, I felt was much funnier. It was just every bit as cheesy and over the top. And we'll talk about that more when you watched it. But it made me laugh more and I just enjoyed it a lot more for me. So uh, I, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Yeah. But if somebody was here and they wanted to watch it, I would they watch asked, it. asked, sure. Yeah, I, it's not like, go ahead, watch it. I'm going to be in the other room. Right. Like, it's not that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if I'd ever actively will go and watch it sure so sure but other than that man i enjoyed it i thought it was good um and, and i'll tell you this here's where we're at where are we at next week uh-huh the last episode before christmas Ooh, that's a big one yeah. and then the last episode before the new year that's right and then yeah 2022 crazy crazy dude the 2021 is over you remember how we were like everybody was like oh fuck 2020 let's just get to 2021 and now it's over it's insane to me dude how fast it's gone like oh. where, where did it go also do you remember what we said earlier in the year how people were like oh i'm ready to cleanse the clean the slate and can't wait for 2021 and then 2021 was worse yes i do remember Kicked that the shit out of everybody yes it did it was pretty bad yeah staying at home and taking zoom calls and still getting paid yeah. wasn't that bad was it yeah, no, it wasn't. <sighs> but that means we got the end of the year episode coming up with our yeah. top top uh, top movies and our top uh, or top entertainment things and our top. Uh, got to do some music. homework for that one. Yeah, got to go back and yeah. listen to our last year's episode and remember what we talked about and then, what were our New Year's goals? Yeah, all that stuff. You yeah. know, a lot of things coming up down yeah. to the pikeroni. Exciting, exciting. I love it. I love it, man. A pikeroni is when you combine a pike and riceroni. Yes. Right. Yeah. I like rice. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds and good. I try. Delicious. Yeah, that's right. Coming down the old pikeroni, baby. Yes, sir. All right. All right, man. Well, uh 
Well, we got. We, I'm looking forward to next week. I am too. The Christmas episode. Yes, sir. We're gonna we're gonna really dig in. Mm-hmm. If you play your cards right, I might make some Christmas cookies and we'll eat them on Ooh, air. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to now being in a new place of employment, making my Christmas cookies, and then people going, "Who made these for you?" I'll be like, "I did it." They're like, "No, you didn't." Yeah, because my. My, my old ladies, <laughs> yeah, old ladies, I said it. <laughs> I didn't believe wondering. that I would do it. Okay. They're like, who made these? Did your, did your ex-fiance make these for you? No, I did it. Yeah. Did your mom do it? Motherfucker. It was me. I made it. Me. Savage motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to having some cookies. I know I know what you can do. I believe, oh, hell yeah. I believe in you 100%, dude. That's I love to hear too. that. Yeah. I love to hear that. 100%. Oh, hell yeah. That's what's up. You ready to get on up out of here then? Yeah. All right. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty and it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Melikalikimaka. Peace and ho, ho, ho.